Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. And it's all about how you start your day. And thank you so much. If you hit that live button as soon as you saw us go live, but even if you caught it in a replay, if you're checking out the podcast as we load this thing, listen, wherever you are, thank you so much um, for your support. And y'all, we are definitely doing this one from bed. It was a long night. And if you were uh, in the conversation with us last night, as everybody watched the award show, then you already know you you probably are dragging just like I am. But I'm still going to get this thing started. And the dog is like, oh, here, here comes the podcast. Let me go. There you go. He's stretching. He's like, he got to go. Listen, you already know that we get promotional uh, consideration provided by Natural Soap by Zakia. And then, of course, authors, all my authors that are in business. I know you guys are already following AIB Nation. In fact, you should join their nation of authors. All right, let's have a quick conversation. Let's have a quick conversation. It may not be quick. I just... Today is going to be one of those burn days. And I know what, and it's come Monday, you know, we usually have a really good deep kind of conversation on Monday because Monday, you know, if you subscribe to a calendar week, if you subscribe to, you got seven days to get it in or five days before you can get it in again. And you're like, wait a minute, the weekend was so perfect. Now, look, I got to move a bag of chips. That's so sad. Um, now you got to go back into the routine, accountability, phones ringing, bills are due, all that kind of stuff. Where are we in the month? I don't even know. We, listen, (laughs) I'm trying to make sense of this, y'all. This is one of my burn days, but even on my burn day, I still come to you with my commitment to have a conversation. I still try to find a quiet moment and and meditate and become motivated find something to be grateful for. I'm always grateful for the new day. And especially when I look towards the window and I get to see the light of day um, and knowing that there's a lot that went on and keeping me here and motivated and, and just grateful. So that's part, that's the easy part, right? When we are within ourselves, we can usually find something, to, uh, a pride moment, a something to be proud about, something that we've done. It's when we take time to start letting the rest of the world in. Opinions, objections, um, work. You know, I used to always wonder, because let me tell y'all, I hate working. I'm telling you. But I loved it because I'm an overachiever. So if I had a task, I'm going to get it done. And I just hate having to deal with, I, I just can't stand having to fight through the norms, what is now considered to be the norms of the day, and how many things that we have to deal with. And last night, after I finally tore myself away from the award show, uh, I think I caught a little bit of the news, or maybe I caught a little bit of the news in between the award show. And I just, I cannot understand people who challenge, challenge their freedoms. I can't. <laughs> I can't for the life of me. And then challenge their freedoms on taking people's stuff. And so last night, apparently here in in our city, uh, we already had these, what, sliders that people who slide and try to slide into your car and grab stuff. Because I know they live, you know, that fraud life is the thing. I don't know what it is. But I'm trying to think, what is it that another person could have in their possession that could mean so much to somebody else? 
I don't get it. And thank God, thank God the most that most of us don't get it, that we are all about acquiring our own legitimately without challenge. And I ain't going to say legitimately because uh, most people are doing things that like, wait, that ain't all couple said it. But that the majority of us just don't want to challenge our freedom. I'm not going to say that we're, we're law-abiding citizens and all that kind of stuff. We just don't want to challenge our freedoms um, for certain things, okay? Uh, and and, and, I, and mind you, that keep in mind, each and every day, I do what? I monitor behaviors. I watch. I watch people. I write about people. I mean, I write about these things. And if you have never, and, and most of us probably don't, uh, well, you probably have. If you've gotten like a traffic ticket or any anything anything that has happened in your life that has caused you to deal with the justice system and to have to sit sit anywhere for any moment, any length of time with a, with your freedom challenge and realize like, wait a minute, somebody else can have complete control over what I do each day. And then you're like, okay, I will never do that again. I am never going to do that again. Um, and then you even still told a line. <laughs> you even still told a line because when you get through it, you're like, oh wait, that was kind of easy. Right? So you still kind of told that line. But I just, I don't understand it. So last night I was watching the news and, you know, we, you already have to have this ritual when you go to these gas stations, right? And even, a lot of people even like to go to the ones that are the most busiest. It just depends on where you are. Now, I, for one, I have, I have, I, there's two, maybe three that I use because I'm always out and about, right? And I try to make sure one, the, there's one in my neighborhood, and if I'm in particular neighborhoods, there's places I go. And then there's a routine, especially, and I wouldn't even say especially as a woman, because some of y'all men are just as vulnerable, because we're also distracted. So it's not a gender thing. We're just also distracted. And, and there are people who depend on us being distracted. I mean, that's the nature of people who break the law. They depend on people being distracted. And I haven't written down anything, but my God, there's a whole bunch of conversations in here. Let's just go with, have we done distracted before? Okay, let's just go with, let's start with distracted. There's, because we're so distracted, but I have a routine when I go, when I have to go and get gas. First of all, I, I don't just jump out of the car. I'm going to check out the surroundings. I don't just even just roll up to a pump. I select. some, And, and mind you, I'm buying gas at a place that I feel safe, that I, I, I have had safe encounters uh, in the 12 years that I probably have gone to this particular gas station. And I may, and I know the people inside, and, and even if I stay in the car too long or this, that, and the other, well, you know, we all pull up, and what do we do? We got to check the phone because you can't drive and just track the driving. So we spend a little bit more time in doing in, in, in menial tasks than we do. Like some of y'all are probably listening to this in the bathroom. Let me tell you, my pet peeve, I do not take, I do not take technology to the restaurant. I just don't. TMI. And it's TMI that you like, because I know I'm on here for a good 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. Okay. Now I'm just saying, <laughs> and I, I refuse to take my phone into the restaurant. I'm like, y'all, I don't know how y'all do it. I don't know how y'all do it. But apparently after I just went to a marketing training, apparently what night. I saw, I saw, a, I don't know if it was a meme or it was, no, this was a legitimate marketing uh, uh, deck that said like 90% of, of, of certain content users 
consume it uh, in the restroom on mute. <laughs> and this was a, no, I know what it is. I know what it was. It was an ad for those who add captions. It was an ad for an app or, or, or uh, whatever, a company or something. Y'all don't make me sit up on this one. Let's talk about this one. There was an ad for a company to to transcribe or to add captions to videos. And it, it literally said that 90% of video is consumed while in the restroom on mute. And I was like, it was either, it had, I know it, I was shocked at the whole 90%. And I don't know if it was 90, I don't know. Cause you know, I, whenever I see a number or a stat, I like, I try to like drill down, like where they get that from. So I don't know if it was a particular generation or a particular, I don't know what the particulars were, but I know that number 90 and I was like, no way 90. But then when I think about it, when I think about it, I think, well, okay, maybe, maybe that's what y'all are, honey, you know, I just think that's too much. But I know one thing we did was start adding captions. When we post this on uh, platforms, we let the captions roll because most of us are distracted. So back to the routine, back to the routine of being distracted. Uh, the gas station routine is, okay, you know, you check out your surroundings. You check out the your gas pump you're going to. Most people try to go. Most people try to get to the point, get parked somewhere where the slider can't just roll up, you know, and still, and then you lock your cars, you know, you, you open the pump so you don't have to go back and unlock the car again, you know, going, this is the life we live, right? I don't care what community you're in. Everybody think, oh, it's quiet over here. I never thought that it happened over here. That's the main place it's happening. Um, but now on the news last night, and I'm sure this probably scared everybody. It's like, well, they just breaking the window. Cause you, you, you don't want to have to get to the, you want to pump gas. You got to hide everything just to pump. You got to hide everything. Cause I'm telling you, I'm like, at what point I don't even notice that, that they are, are, are surveillancing the vehicles. It's like, they just roll up. I'm like, the video is out there every day. You see, there's so much video of these things. Like video has not deterred crime yet. Okay video has not the fact that you got 15 cameras and audio and face recognition and all this stuff a crime has seemed to have increased like like they can't wait to see themselves on the news okay starring you know they probably sitting there tells them, look dude they got you da, da, da. you know i'm like come on people so it hasn't it hasn't really deterred crime but the fact of the matter is all this video is out there have you gone and checked out some of these videos have you gone and 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 ask for like listen hey i'm gonna start buying gas here what have been the stats what's what's going on on your security video what have you seen is it safe and I, i'm gonna tell you there's there's a couple of particular name brand uh chains that they're just not safe they're not doing enough um, to make you safe. And so, you know, you just need to have this routine, but then it's like, wait, we got a routine. We do everything to be safe. You've got, you, other than just, uh, other than, uh, open carry. That's, I mean, I'm like, is it really tough? Cause you don't want to live in that society. But last night I'm like, dang, do we need to even get to open carry? Because this thing is ridiculous. I mean, 
Everybody can't just like roll. Everybody can't just be out here paying all these daggone deductibles, let alone the insurance is like insane right now. Insurance in our city, auto insurance, home insurance, all this stuff is insane right now because the incidents are so high and, and everything is unrecoverable. Even if they recover it, it's crazy what we're paying um, just to be able to come through these crazy situations. You're on your way to work. You're on your way home. Now you got to go and get windshields replaced. They are break. Did I even say that yet? That they are just breaking the window and grabbing the things. But I'm like, what does a person have in their possession? What do we have in our possession? And I understand their weapon, but they're not even getting the weapon. Let's, they're not even getting the guns. Like, you know, it's like, okay, the reason why, they, the number one reason why people are breaking in the cars is because people keep guns in the cars. And I'm like, but can't y'all go, can't, I don't understand why you, what if, here's my thing, what if you steal a gun from a person that then killed five people? And then now you got a gun with five bodies on it. And I learned how to say that because that television show that I can't stand. Right? What if you steal guns that got already got bodies on it? Why? I I remember one time I said this, y'all. I, I literally said, why don't they go rob a train? And then next thing you know, we had a train <laughs> So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what the alternatives are because I, ne- I I couldn't understand the going and, and going and robbing a neighborhood full of cars and getting a gun here and there when I'm like when the train was sitting over there and had cases of arse had arsenal on it. Well next thing you know the train came to town with the arsenal and it was like, okay, wait, we and that nobody was they didn't want to even put that on the news because nobody wanted to think about Pookie them had out there done robbed the arsenal train. But I'm just saying it's like I don't understand taking from individuals at a gas station. Somebody's in there trying to get they spend their last to get a couple of ga- gallons to get to work. And then they come back and you don't stole all their identity, all their, uh, they got, let me tell you the way life is right now to have to go and get new cars, new drivers. Now, now here comes this person like, they they can't take off to go get another life. Listen, I'm going to be real with you. Now you got a person who is barely trying to get enough gas to get to work. Now they got a broken uh, windshield or passenger door, okay? You know, all the people riding around with the plastic on there instead of going over there to the glass place because the deductible is this, that, and the other. You know, infringing on their life. I can't even write this stuff down. I wasn't even going to talk about this. But you talk about more than this. Now you got to, they've taken your purse or or wallet or gun or broken they've broken your window let's just start there okay breaking the window right the the video they on the news they over there chilling they laughing because they on the video at this gas station they on the video at that gas station now here's a person now they got to go get a glass and they roll up try to get the estimate and they was like oh you know look hopefully you roll up on somebody like don't worry about that deposit that that, that deductible, and they're like, oh, you ain't, but you go to a place, you ain't satisfied your deductible, now you can't get your glass fixed, and, and, <laughs> and never mind the fact that you were trying to get to work, it's cold, it's rainy, you got to go put some stuff on there, 
And then, and then now you can't even, you, they got your, they got your ID. You got to go get a new ID. Now you like, I can't do that to payday. Now you riding around without a lot, without a license. Not only that, you know, you getting all these notifications cause they didn't already hit up all your cars, even though the cars are like declining. The bank is like, okay, we canceling all your stuff, you know, or it, it is payday. And now you got to, and luckily, and let me tell you every day, these banks are having to put back money, put back money. I'm like, it's such a vicious cycle for somebody who went, who robbed you and got nothing. It's such a vicious cycle, but it, it causes such a havoc on the lives of people. Now you got to spend, you, you got to go to work, but you got to spend time making these phone calls. And now you, first of all, you not, who, who goes up? Let me tell you, now, some of the diehard people, they go on to work. Right. But everybody else is like this little incident just crashed their entire world. They can't move on because now you got to get the police report. So now you got to call in late. OK, but you you got to call out what you didn't already call out for, for trying to go to the award show. Now you got a real problem and you didn't already burn all your bridges. Now, guess what? Now you don't have a job. OK, well, no. I understand this is legit, but you know, we already told you, you didn't have, but this ain't nothing. See, that's that person that went on to work and they went on to work. They just rolled up glass all through the car. Like I, I can't lose my job. I got to go to work. And you ever seen somebody get going through trauma and they're like, no, I got to go. I have seen people not get in the ambulance. In fact, there was a guy, they said, y'all the other day, I saw a story of a man that was shot 17 times. He was shot 17 times. He saw, I don't know how he got shot, what happened to him, but he was like, patch me up. I got to go to work because he had to take care of his kids. Now, I know we don't hear that. I know that sounded like really weird, but no, seriously. And, and the shock of it all, he was like, uh-uh, I got it. That's Timberland. I didn't even recognize that being Timberland. Y'all stop. That's Timberland. Golly, I didn't even recognize that. But anyway, I did not recognize him. I thought what he got on, I thought he was like a chef or somebody finna come cook on this TV show. That's Timberland. Oh my God. Okay. So anyway, he's on TV talking about a book. The man was shot 17 times, a couple times in the head. And he was like, and they patched him up and he went, he was like, I got to go to work. And he went all to work. I was like, wow, because you know why life is in the balance. Write that down. Life is in the balance. Life is in the balance for a lot. And I know I went a long way around in that story to tell all that. But I had to go through that story to get to it. Because it's something I was supposed to talk about. And I never know until I hit this button. I don't sit. These things are not planned out. I don't have a. I start each day with a blank page. And I start writing when I start talking. And the first word I said, we're too distracted to realize that life is in the balance. That people all around us are trying to hold on and somebody's looking like, you know, man, you live in life really good and I need this and how, and they're looking at like, why can't they figure out how to do this? And then they don't ask. They don't, they don't, many people don't know to ask, just ask. And I have to say that to people all the time. Stop looking through these tiny screens, the big screens, whatever it is, your window to the world. Stop looking without an understanding. Uh Oh, there's that word understanding. Stop assuming, assuming and understanding. And get an understanding of what's going on. Okay? 
Yes, people are out here. People are going to challenge their freedom trying to take what you got. People are going to challenge their freedom. They're going to challenge your friendship trying to get what you got. I said yesterday, the people that, the, the people that I know, the worst things that have happened to them, happened to them from somebody that they know and trusted. I promise you. And, I, and I'm almost wondering with these slider situations, I'm almost wondering, did they, follow, did, they, did they follow you to the gas station? Are you out there putting us all in jeopardy? Right? Because when we, when we look at these things, when I look at these news stories and I hear about the gun and shot this, that, and the other, I listen, and the next thing they'll tell you is not, and it's not random. A lot of this stuff that goes on, it's not random because people do stuff to people they know. They really rarely, rarely is it always, rarely is it a full-on stranger situation. Rarely. I think rarely. I, I think I can say that. I think I can say that, and I'm going to go and substantiate. I'm going to corroborate what I just said. I'm going to go and look up some things because I really think that, in fact, I know most in most of the cases, People who shoot people, they either, look at the numbers, they shoot themselves or someone they know. Everybody wants to be weaponized because I ain't seen nobody yet uh, haul off. And you, you watch, have y'all watched these videos of people, they chase, people chasing down the people. Look at the girl that jumped in her car, just keep her car. She didn't jump in there and grab her weapon, although she might have had one. You know, I ain't, seen, I ain't seen the car peel off yet in the hell of gunfire. And I'm not saying I want to see that. I don't. I'm just saying I hope that we don't get to that point, especially when you, you just more than grabbing a, a bag, a purse, or item out of the car as they sliding into these cars. Now you causing all kind of damage, you know, and most people just like, listen, hey, go with it. Take it. But others now and in the last videos that, that have surfaced on the news and you know where there's one, there's hundreds. And the last couple of videos that we've seen, women are chasing that. It's women, and they're chasing down these cars, and they, they're acting, they're reacting. Because in your reaction, you're like, wait, you're taking mine, and you, you just don't want to let it go. You know to defend yourself. That's a natural thing. Defend yourself. Distracted and defense. If you are so distracted, do you end up defending yourself? And I think that's, I think that's a key right there, because... When you realize something is happening to you, the fact that you have to realize something has happened to you says that you were not in your, you were not fully conscious or aware of your surroundings. You are not fully conscious or aware of the people that you have in your space. You're not fully, I'm fully conscious of my personal space. I, in fact, I, I've gotten there. I, yesterday I had to go in the store. And one thing I try not to do is do the stores on the weekend because I have to have my personal space. Like, I really love being on the aisle by myself. I'm like, I don't understand. Did we Are we really right here looking at the same thing? That should not happen. And so yesterday I was kind of truly out of my comfort zone. One, because of the decibel of the noise level in the stores. I'm like, wait, why are there people here, right? Because I always, my, my, my week shapes up differently where usually on the norm when I go there's nobody really nobody in there because I go up in the daytime in the middle of the week kind of thing and when I go on the weekend I'm like oh this is just too much it's just too much I can't take it get out my space right so and I and, and people oftentimes think well you know I'm always um I'm always preoccupied, but I am not so much distracted that I don't see what's going on. I've learned to do because I'm, I'm either live streaming and, you know, and I'm always 
setting up my shot and those kind of things. So I love it. And plus I monitor behavior. So I'm usually a little bit more aware on that. But I think distracted and defense. I think I'm going to actually end up stopping right there. We're at 23 into this. Uh, distracted. If you are so distracted, you might end up defending yourself. I think distracted leads to defense. Think about it. In every attack, okay, wait a minute, write that down. In every attack that we know in history happened, not when you were paying attention, not when a country was paying attention, not when a unit was paying attention, not when a person was paying attention. People wait, what? They wait for you to get distracted. I'm just saying don't be so distracted. And don't be so distracted by listening to me that you don't know what's going on around you. Make sure your kids are being taken care of. The dog is like she's still going, okay? I, I, I noticed then the dog just moved. He didn't leave out. He heard, he heard Petty Betty move a little bit. He was like, oh, wait, that don't sound like we can raise. Because him and Petty Betty have their walk, morning walk, right? So he's like waiting on her to do that. But you know, she's got a whole new routine because Patty Betty's about to do her vacation thing. Like, so things are like a little different, right? But don't be so distracted that you get attacked. Don't be so distracted that you have to put be become defensive or be on the defense. What, what's the word? What's the tense of the word that I need there? Um, because attacks are happening every day, all day uh, from people that we know. And yeah, okay, that random thing. You know what? Because one thing is, we're oftentimes so distracted that it is something random. That things that are going to happen to us, that they're going to be so random. When all the while, it's being plotted. That it's being calculated, right? And it's going to happen to us by somebody that's calculating. Like right now, you know, oh, well, when she wakes up, she's distracted by the podcast. Not in the least. Not in the least. Because I'm a pro at this. This first of all, and women have split ear. Okay, I can notice a whole lot of stuff. Like, so don't think, oh, she's distracted. Which not at all. I notice a whole lot. Don't get so distracted, because right now, things are being plotted. Write that down. Plotted. Then what else? I said calculated. I'm creating a word cloud. When I say write that down, we've decided to create. We we with. Create, well, not decided because we're about 70 plus into these word clouds to go along with these conversations that I'm actually putting together for the publication that's going to be called How to Get Out of Bed, uh, my next book. So distracted, balance, don't get caught off balance, assuming, understanding, defense, attack, plotted, calculated. When you are, if you are oftentimes distracted, somebody could be calculating. You could become... Um, what's the word? And I don't want to say victim. I guess we have to now. That wasn't the word I was looking for, though. But it was um, target, 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 target. That's what I was looking for. You can become the target because there's something so obvious. There's something so obvious about your distraction that makes you an easy target. And that could be, I don't care what scale you want to look at that on. There is, well, let's do this. The micro and macro, micro, macro, right? There's some micro aggressive things that are happening to you on based on the menial distractions. You know, and you feel it like you're like, where'd my pen go? Who took my pen? You know, that kind of thing. Um, who moved my this, that, and the other, right? Or, you know, 
a couple of dollars going missing here and there. And the next thing, like, remember we talked about the case of the lady that she thought the guy was, like, such a, she considered him her, her godson because, you know, he was so helpful. Well, he had plotted. He had plotted. He would calculated to the point where he realized there were some gaps in the way her family was taking care of her. So he just eased right on in. And next thing you know, he had her sign a power of attorney. Well, you know, I can go do this for you, but they're probably going to need this. Can you just sign this? And then I can take care of that for you. And all this, I can take care of that for you. And then, you know, family members, they get so tired of being so overwhelmed. They're like, let me help you with that. I mean, I'll, I'll do that for her. I'll take care of her yard. I'll, I'll make sure the house is this, that, and the other. And then you get relaxed and you going on. And then the next thing you know, this old lady was on the TV talking about this man and it took uh, 80, this quote-unquote godson done ripped her off for $80,000. You know, they got a whole list of where he done just went in and got a 1000 and a 1500 and this, that, and the other. And all her bank statements are going to some restaurant, right? And now the family's trying to, was trying to figure out, like, how to gain control over her estate again. It's like, you know, over her affairs again. All the money her husband. It was like, it was like a true raisin in the sun story. Like, her, her. This this person just just ripping her off, and then the family's like, wait, where's all? Where did all mom's money go? You know, and then and then he he and he was taking so much of it that he could just instantly give her ten thousand of it back, like a whole lifestyle built up on the fact that everybody else was distracted and not truly handling her affairs. Okay, so therefore everything got off balance. They were assuming, oh, it, it, it's good, but then wait, now you got to be on defense. Now you got to spend the rest of her life worrying about people taking advantage of her because everybody got distracted. And I still don't understand how people end up losing that kind of money. The other lady, remember the lady who thought she found the love of her life and it cost her 80 some thousand dollars. I'm like, there are people like that. You can't borrow $5 like me. You can't ask me for $5. I'm like, how on earth do people get that? Because you're distracted. We are distracted. And if you are distracted, you are pretty much going to become a victim because there are people out there willing to challenge all of their freedom. I'm like, you're going to challenge all of your freedom because this feels easy because you did it the first time and you got away with it. And now it feels easy. You just continuously get away with it. You go from macro, from micro little micro things to macro, and now you're serving maximum. Micro, macro, maximum. I'm going to write that down. Because that's the kind of security. Somebody doing that, you got all these microaggressions out here and these macro attacks going to make you end up with maximum security. So you need to secure yourself. Secure, write that down, secure. I'm going to write that down. Because we're trying to get to a level of security, right? Because we all want to live that life of being unbothered. I want to live that life of being unbothered. And I know you guys are coming in and watching and so forth, but when I'm broadcasting back here, I cannot get up on all these devices to check the comments. But I will engage with you in the comments uh, at the conclusion of this thing. This is a live taping, and we are recording so that we can put this out there on the podcast. And I'm going to try to uh, grab my device here and open up so I can at least uh, send some shout-outs before we get ready to get off of here. Listen, in conclusion... We're all just trying to get secure. We're all trying to find a, a secure way of life. You got you to watch what's going on around you. You got to be mindful of those that come into your life. Because I, I, 
I had a couple people. I'm like, where these people come from? I mean, like, really, like, where they where they come from? I don't I don't know. One calling all says no to the BET Awards. When you are one in a you are one in a very very select few that said no because apparently everybody, including the culture vultures. And let me tell you one thing I noticed about the BET last night is their promos. If you saw all the promos that they were watching. Um, and, and the fact that, and I understand it's called black entertainment television. Um, but then it said they had a promo last night said, watch black culture. The promo kept saying, watch black culture. But I'm like, isn't that like talking in the third person? You know, I'm like, would black people watch black culture or would we watch culture? And I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's, we're not the target of that ad. We're not the target audience for BET anymore. Or, or if we ever were. Because for the most part, I mean, we were, for the most part, black people were kind of offended by uh, the network over the last couple of decades. You know, they had to go back and do a whole bunch of rebranding to include us in it, right? Because clearly, uh, clearly, a lot of us, I've watched it, I've watched it, everybody was like, who is this? What song is this? Who are these people, right? We don't know because we don't consume it in the, in the manner in which the culture vultures do. They're those who appropriate the culture. They watch it more so that, and you can go to Nielsen and get the get the ratings on, get the stats, get the numbers. Um, for the most part, we watch black entertainment in all forms less than everybody else, for the most part, right? And that's why most people don't know about the black-owned stations or the black program stations or the, or the black content stations because we really don't. We really don't consume them as much as, I mean, that those stations don't have as much influence on us as they do on a greater, on a greater, greater globe. Can we write that down? Greater globe. Okay. We don't know. Like, we didn't know. Y'all weren't talking about Lil Nas until uh, Billy Ray got up in there with him. <laughs> Lil Nas is like, wait a minute. I bought this. I bought this song for like $30. I'm like hot on YouTube, right? You know? Y'all weren't singing it till it was on on television, or no, no. Black folk when they when the country music people told him he couldn't be on the country on the country billboard, then it was like, oh wait a minute, because you know what, folk we try to figure out like they still can't figure out to this day. We're not that distracted that you're gonna discriminate against one of us. So people got all up and oh, what you mean he can't be on the country? He was country music. We were like, okay, we're not country music. He wanted to be country music. He put out a country song. Right, but then when they said he couldn't be, he couldn't be on the country charts. Everybody's like, "Oh no, nah, we rolling up to the country music awards now, cause y'all gonna let him on that chart." We ain't had one for fifty years, and that was Charlie Pride before that, and then there were a couple people in between. Y'all gonna let him on that country chart? What you mean kicking him off the country chart? <laughs> we not, we not that distracted. I, I love when the world realizes that black folk are not that distracted that you're going to get away with that. Talking about it didn't sound like country music. The boy talking about a horse. <laughs> so what if it's got a bass beat? <laughs> he went and got Billy Ray Cyrus. And then, and then now everybody knows. And can I tell y'all the cutest thing ever? The absolute cutest thing ever. I was at the Juneteenth Parade. And of course, the Cowboys, um, the the whole, they're in Atlanta. There are a number of black-owned stables, even though there's a whole bunch of discrimination in, in that era too. We ain't that distracted. Um, the so the black-owned stables um, and riders were riding in the 
wreck in the parade. And they brought, in fact, they brought up the tail end of the parade. And when those kids saw these cowboys on the, on the, all throughout that parade route, they broke out into that song. And I know y'all saw the video with the police, where the policeman rolled up. Let me tell you, these babies, y'all, uh, and that talk about when I started out talking about, let's not be so distracted that we miss the pride moments, the proud moments, proud. We need proud moments. That's why we watched the award show last night. But I was filming, of course, you know, I'm, I'm live streaming at the parade and I hear, I hear before, and I see, I see the, the horse, the guys on the horseback and, um, and all of a sudden I'm hearing, I'm like, well, I'm hearing the song and the babies all down the route are singing Old Town Road, Old Town Country Road. And you know, they know every lyric of it, right? And I, and the horse, the one, there were two guys that had very entertaining horses where one guy, the horse danced, the horse was dancing and the other one, the horse uh, tried to talk, right? So it was kind of like a Mr. Ed situation and it was absolutely beautiful. And I, I forgot, literally distracted, forgot to go back and pull that out of the video because it went, it literally went throughout the route. Every time a child saw the, the men on the horses, uh, the cowboys, that that's what song they went into and they just were ecstatic. That's what that means. That's what that means. Don't be so distracted. And I, and I know we want to be secure, but don't be so distracted that you miss the proud moments. Okay. Because that's what happens. It, and that was the difference between watching the award show of last night than watching all the other shows. You have to look so far and few in between for a proud moment that when we gather, it's one proud moment after another. And I'm going to read, I posted uh, some comments. I asked last night on before, before I went to bed, cause that thing was on late. Tyler Perry brought it home. Okay. Um, but I asked last night, buzzer to bash it. And here's a couple of comments. Uh, the B, nope, I don't want to say the awards. Okay. The BT awards was so dope this year. Uh, Lizzo, I hope this is a Lizzo or Lizzo. Lizzo was my fave and I love offset opening clout, opening fire clout. Uh, her, H-E-R, her was everything. Don't think I'm speaking Jamaican. It was like her, H-E-R is her, um, name. Her was everything too. Just great performances and good vibes all night. Oh my God, Tyler Perry, bless my soul. Another one says, uh, they all did, and of course, uh, Lizzo beating at the real, and the real Mary, Mary, jo Mary they, they got names all up in here. Mary J. Bly did the damn thing. Uh, and then another one says, the women rule the stage and audience. And then one of the other ones says, the stars were so bright, no bashing permitted. Two words, simply us. It was simply us, except for. The marketing that BET did uh, was to the culture vultures, like, come watch black culture. Like, do we say that to each other? No, we do, but you shouldn't have to. Uh, and that lets you know who the target is. But, hey, it's a network and they've got to survive. And some of us are so distracted that we can't, um, that we can't go all in. Okay, so today... I want you to notice our exercise for the day is so that you can have more proud moments so that you can have more proud moments that they don't, they're not so much a standalone. Don't be so distracted. Find your balance. Don't, so you don't get caught off balance. Stop assuming everything and ask 
to gain an understanding because if you are distracted, you're going to find yourself uh, on the defense, uh, tact. There are people going to be able to plot against you. You're going to be calculated. You're going to become a victim because you're going to become targeted um, by micro, macro, or even maximum, okay, aggressions. Um, if you want to be secure and enjoy your proud moments, just don't be that distracted. Don't be that distracted where you miss what's going on around you. Um, and one of the ways that we are oftentimes so distracted is we're trying to capture everything on our phones and these devices and so forth that we don't just enjoy the moment. There, in, in, in my all my years of, of blogging, there's a lot that I don't remember because I was in the moment um, under the guise of work and getting the content, you know, and there are things, even though I have a full on filming of it, there's nothing compares to me just watching it and being in the moment and being, being ingrained in my brain. Because the thing about it is what I, what I've noticed is what I capture on my phone doesn't give me the feeling or the emotion of it. You know, it's good to go back. It's good to, and, and a lot of people realize this when I'm filming, I'm oftentimes looking around my phone. I've got the phone like over here. That's why I keep my phone in the stand. I, I like put it in the stands, go hands free, so I could still be in the moments because I want that to be. I want that to. My, I need my brain to tell me, oh, this is full on. This is full on happening to you. Remember, you know, Angela talked about last week on our Leading Women podcast that oftentimes we're seeing, excuse me, we're seeing so much um, that even, because we, we were talking about our overconsumption of these these things that are happening in our world and how when we're watching it and the news is like, like when they're replaying things, your brain can, can't really truly determine that that's like an instant replay. It thinks that this is happening to you again and again and again and again. So, you know, that's why that emotion, because think, think about behaviors, right? Something that how long it takes to something to become a behavior. But if you're watching something and it's negative again and again and again and again, then therefore it's happening to you again and again. So in the same vein, think about something that's positive that's happening again and again and again. And that's why you end up with that good feeling and that good emotion and so forth. So we have to be mindful of that, you know, try, and I know try being in the moment, even if you are filming, Hey, set the shot, but look around, look around the camera so that you can truly experience, um, the full on effect of what's going on and not be so distracted because if, when you are sitting there staring at your phone, somebody's sitting there staring at you and realizing that you are distracted. Okay. So do what it takes. Move that phone to the side. It's still, it's still, listen, you ain't got to look at the screen. It's still capturing. This it's capturing right now and you ain't even touched it, woken it up or anything like that. It's capturing what you're thinking about, what you're saying, all those behaviors. No, your phone, think about your, that thing, that notification coming up, giving you your screen time. It knows the second you, because when you wake up, you take a certain breath, right? And you reach for that phone and you're doing all this stuff, honey, listen, all of this stuff has been tracking me and monitored. The only, the only ones not getting the best results of knowing everything about us is ourselves. We're the only ones not benefiting from what everybody else knows about us. All right. We're the only ones not benefit. Distracted, balancing, assuming, understanding, defense, attack, plotted, calculated, 
victim, target, micro, macro, maximum, secure, proud moment, proud moments. I cannot wait to see what this looks like when I put this in uh, our our word cloud, word cloud for the day. That's going to be interesting. I can't wait. All right, guys, I'm going to let you guys go. We're right at 43. So in two minutes, let me tell y'all, of course, you know that we have some amazing support. Again, we have some amazing support. So thanks to naturalsoapbyzakia.com. Use your discount code DRYERBUZZ when you're shopping for your summer soaps. I know you're shopping for your summer soaps. And I talked about Petty Betty going tra- getting ready to go on vacation. Guess what Petty Betty is taking with her? Travel size, travel size, natural soap. And the travel size is your trial size. If you can't decide, you have to look on the website. You just can't decide, man. You think you want to try this? You want to try that? I urge you to get the tra- the trial size, uh, the sample size, the sample packet because it comes with four of her latest creations, and then you get to find your favorite soap. So try that. And and if you're traveling, you definitely want to have those so that you don't have to leave your soap and stuff behind. Or have to carry it with you. It's it's just enough for you to use on your vacation. And then two, my authors. Listen, I want y'all to check out a hashtag um, called hashtag AIB Talks. These are authors that are part of the nation of authors, authors in business. There's some amazing interviews where they're talking about how they got started in their process of becoming an author or going or, or becoming an expert. Um, going on the speaking circuit and the stage and how writing their book, um, you know, helped to achieve a lot of their goals and things like that. So definitely go and check out AIB Talks on whatever your favorite platform is already out there. There's been some watch parties, some viewing parties and so much and so on. Okay. All right. I think that's going to do it for us. Oh, except I need to tell you one last thing about, um, it is Monday. It's time to get started in the week. And if you want something different, you want to go forward, you want to propel yourself forward, listen, go out and check out Social Media Clinics. Those are uh, some wonderful learning clinics that we have out there for you. We have group clinics as well as we have private clinics. And that's where we're going to fix your social media. We have got a content clinic. If you're trying to figure out, you know that you need to use social media for business, but you're not sure what kind of content you need to have uh, in, on social media, then definitely check out the content clinic. If you're not sure what clinic you should go to, you want to get on the phone, pick my brain. Let's talk about, let's review what you have out there and figure out if it's not getting you, um, not only the likes and the follows, but converting, turning followers into lifetime customers. Then let's talk about it. And those calls are available. As soon as I get off this podcast, I will put out the open sign and we will get started taking Calls 530-324-BUZZ, 530-324-BUZZ. You can go to Ask Dryer Buzz to book a call. AskDryerBuzz.com. That's going to take you right into the booking. Pick your time, pick your day, and call me 530-324-BUZZ. On that note, y'all, I hope y'all have a great day. I hope you have an absolute awesome day. I only have one more thing to ask you, and you know what that is. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.